You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Damn it. F. F, man. I'll tell you what. They ruined my they ruined my last Sunday and now they've ruined this Saturday. This this one was tough from start. Mother's to Day is canceled. Mother's Day. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. It's it's not you. It's gonna, it's gonna take a day. It's gonna take a yeah. day or two to get over this one. This sucked. Mom, you wouldn't like me tomorrow, okay? You don't want to see me tomorrow, mom. Okay. Um this one sucked. This was a this was an ugly first half, horrific third quarter, and a pretty inspiring fourth quarter. But just the missed opportunities. How many opportunities did these guys have at the end of the game? The smart free throw that he missed. The smart three. The Jalen Brown three. The Jalen Brown drive that he got. I don't know if he got fouled or if he just lost the ball or got blocked at the rim. And then the second Marcus Smart free throw that he purposely missed. He had twelve opportunities at the rim. Grab the ball and put it up. Put it in. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I know. Everyone's going to freak about the, um, you know, officiating. Guys, I can't do that. The the Celtics had 34 free throws. Milwaukee had 17. It's just, that's not going to play. That being said, the Giannis stuff is ridiculous because it changes everything. It changes how you play defense. It changes what you do. It's ridiculous what Giannis gets away with. But, also, you know that it's just a it's not new. It's what happens. It's just insane because the Celtics are playing him pretty clean. He's just um, ball. That's it. That's his game. Bully ball. I mean, just how many of those? Again, we talked about it after game two. Just drives to the rim, bullies himself, backs people down. There's only so much you can do. I mean, the Celtics are trying trying as they may. But like you said, John, I mean, if they're going to let him just bulldoze his way to the rim, back people down and and all that stuff, then there's not much you can do. That being said. I'm not doing the refs lost us the game thing. They they didn't. They didn't. The refs are frustrating. And the way they call, it's a hard game to call, yes, because he does it on every play. So like they said in game two, they were kind of joking about it. The announcers are like, I guess they're, Van Gundy's like, so I guess they've just decided not to call charges on him. They kind of decided that again. It feels like they've decided that for the series. He just gets to do that. And then you have to, that, that is now the new rules of basketball and that, you have to play by it, and that's that. And it sucks. It sucks. But you're going to look at what the Celtics didn't do that got them here. Again, you want to put the positive spin on it, Jimmy? Tatum, really. Tatum sucked. Marcus sucked. 
Okay. Uh, Rob was all over the place. Rob was all over the place, but you know, just a a sloppy mess, no control of anything he was doing. You know, he had some moments there too. The refs didn't help Um, about as bad an offense as you would get. They went ice freaking cold from three ice cold. And it came down to this. You took a 40 point game and some questionable officiating and you still only lose by this on the road. If you're a Celtics fan, you got to be like, okay, what's Milwaukee got to do to beat us? Because this is as bad. We served this one up for them and they barely snuck out a win at home by two points. So yes, you'll feel good, but you got to stack wins. It's a seven game series. You're down two one right now. So you can't have moral victories. You got to look at what happened. It starts and ends with me with Tatum. It's, Tatum has an even even an average game and they and they win going away. It, it, you can't allow another team to take you out of your game as bad as as bad as bad as Tatum was taken out of this one. And we saw that with Tatum, like not not really at all the second half of the season, but in at points last season, at points at the beginning of this year, just a horrific sort of game, which is like one of those like two for whatever's or three for whatever's, you know, and it's just like superstars don't play this way. It just felt like he was out in left field all day. I mean, he was just Kind of standing it, around on the defensive end. I mean, he tried to, you know, D up against Drew Holiday. Don't try to flop and just, you know what I mean? Like, take the easy way he out. Stepped he stepped on his foot and, there, I think. So, yeah, but whatever. yeah. Whatever. Either way. I mean, that was just another poor effort right there. And there's easy two buckets for Holiday. And that was the difference in the game. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways. You, you want to talk about Tatum right now? Fine. I, I, want, to, I want to touch upon many other things too. But Tatum's the reason they lost you, this. You go in whatever direction you want to go in. That's the first like, one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that, that's, that's the most. You know, obvious, um, you know, finger point you can make today is, is the 10 points from your superstar player, four of 19 from the field, zero of six from three, non-existent down the stretch. You can't um, be that. You, can't had be Al that. Horford, you had Al Horford going back in time today to try to keep the Celtics in this game and bring them back in the fourth quarter. It was yeah. an unbelievable performance it's... by him. And Tatum's just there for along for the ride in the passenger seat or in the back seat even. I mean, come on, man. The... This yeah. isn't what this is not. This is the playoffs, okay? This is when you take it to the next level. You don't you don't take it down a notch, you know. And we know what Tatum's capable. We've seen him play well in the playoffs before, but you can't put together a performance. Can't like be that. this bad. Can't be this bad. Like you said, even if he was just average, even if he just eighteen points on on four, on six right. of fifteen, you know what I mean? Like, don't even have to put a great performance together. But to be a negative out there from start to finish, really, is just. It's imp- almost impossible to come and, back. And the Celtics, credit to them, they they, they almost yeah, did. Yeah. I mean, they had every opportunity down the stretch. Again, missed shots, missed uh, at the rim, missed free throws. I mean, man, I can't, I still can't believe that last that last four second sequence at the rim there. I mean, I, screaming at the TV like, put it in, put it in, and just that summed up the game. Just the frustrating, um, frustratingness. All of it, all of it. You have the chance. You have the chance to take the lead. You miss a free throw late again. You uh, know all of the run that, that leads up to getting to where you were. You're still, you're still not executing at the very end there. You know, fine. You give up a drive with Giannis. Ime doesn't call a timeout. Jalen goes the other way. Jalen was, you know, huge in the comeback, but he also just blindly went to the rim on multiple possessions. Uh, and you know, just kind of, you got, you got, you got and, and, and he gets blocked by the rim because he he's too deep on his drive. Okay, fine, whatever. That's another miss. Then, as you said, the kind of bad luck there with Tatum getting stepped on and Holiday hitting a tough floater over Horford. But again, multiple attempts at the rim there on those tips. You got Rob's got to put that friggin' thing home, man. But 
that's you know, it. that's that's, stuff, that's one sequence. That's one sequence. If you look at the thing that happened all game long, it was Tatum, <laughs> Tatum's inability to figure it out. Tatum stopping completely trying to take any shots at the rim because he's lost. Tatum passing up good shots for worse shots, then taking bad shots on his own, trying to ISO his way back into the game, taking the entire offense out of the flow. He just allowed himself to be affected. And because of that, it affects everything. So you can have games where you're not scoring and you're not hitting it and still doing other stuff. Move the friggin' ball around, man. But he's still, he's searching for it. He's looking to get out of it. And it was just terrible all game. Almost every shot, you were like, ugh, not great, you know? Just bad choices all day, all all day, all day long. From Tatum, he did. He, he, I think he was the one who made that pass to Smart at the end for the wide. He did. Open. Yeah, I mean that, and that was that was the right play. And you know, Smart's got to hit that shot, man. I mean, you just got to hit a wide open three in that situation. I mean, that's a shot that he's hit, you know, thousands of times. He's missed thousands of times too. Tatum. And and again, and the complaining, but, and then one time the friggin', you know, he sits there and he misses a layup and he sulks and it goes back the other way yeah, and he's the last was- guy back on defense and Holiday hits a three. You just can't have that. Grant did it earlier in the feeling. game. Tatum did it. Just, guys, there's a playbook, okay? You played by it. You, 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 there's the bad playbook and then the winning playbook, okay? Every time you do this stuff in the winning playbook, you win. And every time you do stuff in the bad one, you lose. It's that easy. The sulking, not moving the ball on offense, not getting back on defense, you know, shots early in the clock, bad, 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 bad. Iso, 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 bad. Moving the ball. Yes, bad. Moving the ball, getting back. And again, the the formula for them, Milwaukee's short. Milwaukee's short right now, man. They're, they're, they're there for the taking, okay? With the, with your defense alone, you, Milwaukee cannot distance itself from you. It's a team that averaged 115 points in the regular season, and they had to do everything in their power to crack 100. They cannot – they're not putting up big numbers on you. You have to just basically just play basic offense to beat this team right now. That's all you have to do, and they can do it. And so this game shows it again because it's as bad as you can play offensively and still stay in it. Um, I I didn't see the final numbers, but about four minutes left to go in the um, you know in the uh, in the game, there were zero assists from from um, from either point guard. Smart ended up with two. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know how that ended either, but yeah, I mean if it, whether it's ball movement or, or what, I'm not sure, but I just thought they'd. They just didn't play a complete game today. You know, it was so ugly in that first half. I mean, I know that they competed, but rock fight. They hung in there. That yeah. third quarter killed them, right? The third, I don't know. That that was very like, I was surprised to see that showing in that third quarter. You right. Know? It was very. You know, it's not the way like Emace gets these guys coming out of the half a lot. So I was definitely surprised to see that. And and you know, again, credit to the Celtics for that fourth quarter turnaround. I didn't think they had it in them, just based on the, how that third quarter went. Really, the first three quarters, I was like, "There's no way these guys have enough offense in the tank to come back from this." But again, to your point, John, the Bucks have trouble putting these guys away. Uh, Middle, Middleton being out is a huge reason for that. But with Giannis aside, I mean, Holiday obviously as well. It's a it's a two man team right now. It feels like with the Bucks, Giannis and, and and Holiday. Yeah, you might get a random point from Portis or Connaughton, but. Uh, other than that, I mean, you should be able to compete with these guys. You should be able to beat these guys. And, again, it goes back to Tatum just completely s the B today. And I, I can't figure out 
how or why. I mean, after all the time off you guys just had, there's no excuse to show up today and look like you're half asleep out there on the court. I mean, you just got to be. Who was this friggin' guy Zarba, by the way? Holy crap. Like, you know, I, I'm like longing for the days of freaking, uh, of, of, uh, of what's his name? Who's the other guy? I, I've just lost my mind. The other ref. ref, Jesus Christ, Foster. I'm like longing for Scott Foster after that game. Foster. Oh well, he might have he may have been more of part of it than you think. <laughs> yeah. But, um. No. The, yeah. The refs were that guy, refs man. Uh, Ime is complaining about it after the game too. Is basically like, you know, uh, Ime said the officials told him if they don't fall down, we're not going to call it as far as a charge goes. So they're just not calling it. So it's again, I, I mean, I, I tweeted it earlier. It's got to be a flop fest. You've just got to flop. You got to be smart. The Celtics are tough as nails and they pride themselves on having big bodies who can stay in front of guys like Giannis. And they've done an amazing job and a really admirable job doing it. But Giannis committed like 14 fouls today and he does every friggin' game. So you got to buy a few and you got to start flopping and it sucks, but that's what they got to do. That's what they got to do. But again, you know, you know how they're going to call it now. So adjust, you know, don't get frustrated. Again, they're falling into bad habits where they get frustrated at the refs. And now they're looking at the refs, complaining about calls, complaining about non-calls, not getting back on defense, letting the Bucks run up and down the court. I didn't look to see what um, those splits were today um, in terms of like fast break and points off turnovers and things like that. But um, it just feels like whenever the Celtics fall into those habits, they lose the game. And that is exactly, again, the same, same thing that happened yep. tonight. So. Let's bring in Sherrod, too. What's up, Sherrod? What's up, Sherrod? 21 Can't hear you right now. Check check the audio real quick, Sherrod. Jimmy, what were you saying while Sherrod no, texted I mean, in here? Yeah, I, I was just talking about how the Celtics fall into bad habits. You know, the Bucks almost doubled their fast break points against the Celtics. Um, you know, points in the paint tonight, and a lot of that was Giannis, obviously, but that was a big discrepancy because Giannis is just able to do whatever he wants. But you have to just figure out a way to defend him. More importantly – Take care of business on your own end, too. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. If Giannis is going to drop 40 and they're going to win by one or two, then you'll take, you know, you'll you'll take that because theoretically you should be able to, you know, Tatum should be able to have a much better game than he had today. I mean, supposed you should be able to get more production from a guy like Jalen Brown as well. We haven't really gone too much either, but he doesn't completely look himself out there at all times either. No, and at the end he looked uh stiff again, you know, like he yeah. was hobbling around. Right. So I mean, there's there's like you said, the opportunities were there for the taking today. It's not a John. I don't know if you. I don't know what you were saying earlier, but like it's not a. There's no silver linings in this game to me. I mean, yeah, you could say, oh well, at least the silver linings. The Celtics played like ass. They got a bad whistle. Yeah, yeah they're not. They're not like happy about the way the game ended. Shots didn't nobody... fall. Tatum was Tatum. Tatum played his worst worst game in months. Um, and yeah, they lost by two. Happy about this loss. I mean, they, they they on the other end, there's no excuse to play like that. There's no excuse to play like that in the playoffs. So yeah, you can be like, oh well. If only we didn't if, – if we just played a little bit better, we would have won. Yeah, well, why the yeah. hell did we play like that? Like, it's the playoffs. It's game three. It's a pivotal game. I yeah. mean, this is this is how you get home court advantage back in your favor. you got to win one of these two games. People are talking about, um, you know, the – I've been back and forth with some people here kind of a, with the execution, and the Celtics have the ball there and a chance to kind of extend a lead. And, you know, there was that swing where Tatum made a good pass to Marcus Smart for a wide-open three, and everyone's saying that's a good shot. I It's – Sure, it was an open shot, no doubt about it. Earlier in that possession, though, you had Jason Tatum. Again, Jason Tatum was so off in terms of being able to understand what was going on in the game and what when his opportunities were there and what to take and what to give. 
he had a wide open three attempt because Connaughton got swung around on a pick and he was facing in the wrong direction when Tatum caught it at the break there, um, just above the break. And he could have pulled straight up to shoot, but in his mind, he knows he's cold. So he didn't do it. Works it around. You get a miss Jalen Brown three grant gets a rebound with inside position on a putback attempt. Doesn't even think about putting it back, swings it back around Tatum to smart for the three. They had better shots to take in that possession and they didn't take them. Okay. So it is what it is there. That was a blown possession. Everyone's saying, oh, that smart three was a good three. No, they blew that possession. They had better opportunities but there. It was a wide open three, regardless of whether or not they had. And uh, it is, it is, it, it is. Down. Yeah. It should go down. I mean, is, is, Mark, is, smart, is smart the first option you want taking the shot? No, but they swung the ball and ended up. But Grant his- had a bunny layup right before that and didn't think about it because whatever's going on in the paint there, Milwaukee, they're intimidated of Milwaukee and they won't do it. They passed up floaters and layups all game long and were yeah. just kicking out they were driving to kick and they had decided they were driving to kick whether regardless of what was available to them and they did it all game long um so then milwaukee's in their head a little bit here with some of the block shots earlier in the series they're just not going to the rim they're not and I, I mean they're, they're, you're right i mean what Whenever there's an offensive rebound, I feel like it's a little bit of a mayhem situation there. Guys, you know, whipping the ball around, trying to figure out where guys are. Um, I still, I'm not, I'm not upset with Grant dishing it back out. I mean, yeah, you want to have the mentality where you grab the board in a specific spot and put it back up. But I mean, the Bucks are also pretty big. You know, whether it's Brooke Lopez, whether it's Giannis, whether it's Holiday, um, you know, Connaughton's got sad. You know, there's players out there that can put a body on you pretty quickly, and, and you know, Grant's not the biggest guy. So I'm fine with I him. I get it. He got yeah, a little squeamish there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with him pulling it back out and but, trying to get a clean shot, which they did. That's what I mean. Like, but you add the shot, you just again, you just yeah. you bricked it. You bricked but it. all you game, bricked more it. floaters, more mid, more mid-range. Get into the paint right. and pull yeah, up. Do something. They're they're driving the kick only, which means they're over-reliant on the three, and they're missing opportunities to put up shots or to take it all the way to the basket. And they did that all game. It was a really weird offensive game. They couldn't get in the flow. Credit Milwaukee. Milwaukee's defense looked like the Celtics' defense in the first half. Everywhere Brown or Tatum went, there was two guys waiting for them. They couldn't get moving uh, at all. They couldn't beat anybody off the dribble. They couldn't get to their spots. They just couldn't do it. So Milwaukee was great. That first half, I, I would have cried if I had to play offense against either of those two teams. It looked so difficult. Every every point scored by either team was so hard to get. Uh, so that was, you know, again, but figure it out. Figure it out. Right. You're, you're stars. Figure it out. I mean, you knew. I'm gonna, go ahead, Jimmy. I'm, I'm trying Sherrod again here and see if yeah. he's okay. All right, let's see. You guys hear me okay? We got you. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Jimmy, finish what you were saying there. We got Sherrod yeah. in, in here. Yeah, Bobby quick. and Josue are also in Milwaukee. They'll be joining us in a little bit. Um, but go ahead, Jimmy. Real quick. I think in the regular season, John, we even said, like, yeah, the Celtics are scoring at an unbelievable pace right now. But that's because a lot of teams just aren't picking it up on defense like they will in the playoffs. And we're seeing it right now. The Celtics are still, in my opinion, you know, the best defensive team out there right now. But – other teams are picking it up. The Bucks can go toe to toe with you on the defensive end. They bang down low. They're big bodies. They're extremely like just sound on the defensive end of things, and we're seeing that now. So you're not going to get these regular season style offensive, um, you know, performances from both teams. It's going to be a rock fight like it kind of was today. 
What's yep. up, Sherrod? Sherrod, um, first impressions here. We've talked about a little bit about all of it, you know, just kind of a, some appetizers here to get us started while we wait for you guys to join. Uh, what were your what were your prime takeaways here? To, to me, the, the, the biggest thing you take away from this is you, we, uh, we've been used to saying top five Tatum. Not today. This was more like just torture chamber Tatum. He was horrible. Um, in every sense of the word, and and, yeah. and give and you give the Bucks defense credit; they did a good job with him. But there were shots that he had were open, lightly contested that he just could not make. Uh, this was a game where basically they needed five minutes of top five Tatum, and they could steal this one. That's a gr- great way to put it, Sherrod. You That's felt you felt for all the for as bad as he was, both missing his shots and not recognizing when he had good shots, not recognizing when mm-hmm. he was forcing it, uh, not recognizing when he needed to move it. The body language, you know, all of that stuff, not getting back on D, all of the stuff he did that was just the worst version of Tatum, the stuff that would kill us from early in the year that you'd see pop up from time to time. That's all you needed. You felt like if he just went on that little stretch where he knocked down a couple threes and got it going, ball game. That's all you needed, and it never came. Never came. Never came. All right, we just want to tell you guys that this podcast, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partners, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Also, don't forget this weekend as the run to the roses is on at the Kentucky Derby. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so just head to the website today, that's betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50. Once again, betonline.ag, promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Never came in, and, you know, I... I, I love what I saw to Grant Williams. Uh, they, we've been talking all season long about they need a tough guy. They need a, someone who's just not going to just let stuff go by and just let it let it happen. And he was really physical out there. Uh, and that's what this again. They need to see more of that. But really, this game, if you we can look, we could talk about all the different shortcomings and all that. Bottom line, Tatum didn't get it done. That's 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 the story. He did not get it done. And the Bucks had a lot to do with that, but a lot of it was also on Tatum. Um, he's got to be better. He has to be better. That's your top five guy, your first team all NBA, very likely. You're in the NB, you're in the MVP conversation. You can't have you can have off nights, but you got to be able to impact the game in some way. He didn't he didn't impact it in almost any way all night long. You can't be a zero. He was close to a zero, uh, you know, bordering on a detriment, which is crazy to think um he just didn't help him at all your view on the officiating i know people are uh, hot on it look and i know it's it comes with the territory when you play a guy like Giannis. it's a different set of rules you have to accept that do you think it's gone beyond what's acceptable this is what this is what happens whenever you play them he's going to get a number of what i call 50 50 calls ones where you can make an argument either way he's going to get the majority of those uh but that doesn't to me you can use you can talk about that all you want to but that has nothing to do with tatum missing open shots that has nothing to do with tatum not doing the things that the Celtics best player should have been doing yeah Giannis could have got every single call he got tonight and you still could have won this game if your best player actually played halfway decent so it, look if, if it's to me 
Blaming the officiating is like comfort food. Yeah, it, it feels good, tastes good, but in reality, it doesn't do you any good. Yeah, uh, it's pointless. So, I'm, and the, I'm Cel- not... the Celtics had two to one in free throws. Okay, so again, right. you have like to look at. Gerard. Yeah, what's that? Like some mac and cheese, a big old bowl of mac and cheese. You know, just blame the refs. Just like feel sorry for yourself. Mac and cheese. You know what's my favorite comfort food? It's too early in the show to get into foods, but I love me a plate of a plate of uh, uh, a spaghetti bolognese. My uh, neck- wow. Oh. oh my god, my little pasta with meat sauce, number one. I'm gonna go make some right now because I need to yeah. feel I need I need to feel you know I want someone to hold me. Yeah, 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 yeah I need to feel better. I need a hug, I need a yeah. food hug. Um, so yeah, I so I agree, Sherrod. I don't like blaming the refs. I think um the Celtics, you know, they got some decent whistles too. It's just the Giannis stuff, it's it just kills you because it feels like it's cheating if they're gonna allow it. And so, I mean, some of these are not just 50-50s. They're just charges they're choosing not to call. And it just is what it is. He's he's slamming into people who have every right to be where they're standing, and he gets the whistle. I just don't think – if you're going to do it – my opinion is if you're going to not call the charge, you have to just basically accept that it's going to be a physical game and call nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to just let them play. You've decided we're letting them play football today and it's going to be a contact sport. So if Giannis does that, I'm not calling it either way. You cannot call blocks on that. That's my only beef. Okay. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's I mean, you're, allowing, you're allowing him to just buy calls. They're, they're, all of these are wrong. He had at least five charges tonight, at least five. Yeah. And charges typically are defined by the lowering of the shoulder. Yeah. And he's the best at that. There's there's yeah. no one who does that better than him. So yeah. well that's the thing, John. If you but, call it in either way, then it's gonna it's gonna look like a football game out there, you know, because there's so much contact. And if you're gonna allow one guy or if you're gonna allow that type of a contact in that aspect of the game, then it's gonna be it's gonna get pretty chippy, I think, quickly. So it's a tough situation because they obviously want to allow Giannis to do his thing and they want the superstars to be the superstars. This is the only way Giannis can be a superstar. I talked about I've we've talked about it numerous times. This is the only part of his game yeah, really dad ball. transforms him uh, into superstar level on the offensive end. He doesn't have an outside game. He doesn't have, you know, way to create space and step backs and all that stuff. Like he bullies his way to the rim 90% of the time. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only part of his game, but let's be honest, that that's his bread and butter, if you will. Yeah, it's yeah, it's but, it's Shaq stuff, you know. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and if they're gonna allow it, then fine. Why not? I mean, if you're him, you might as well do it. He's not gonna be the guy that's gonna just step back and drain threes in your face all game. You know. Well, see here, but the thing I keep coming back to is this: all that is true. All of that happened tonight, and yet you still, if you're the Celtics, could have won this game. So I'm not going to give. Won. Rep- I'm not gonna put this on any way, shape, or form on the officiating because they, did they have a great game? Hell no. But, but there are very few games where the officials do have a good game. Bottom line is this. You didn't get the job done if you're the Celtics. That's, that is the reality. I'm not going to blame the officials because, they, again, they, where did they play a role? Absolutely. But so did the fact that your best player had 10 points on 19 shots taken. That yeah. kind of had a – so I, I, I can't get any anger up at the officials. I agree. Again, I mean, Sherrod, I led with Tatum because I thought that's the – thing that happened all game long that was the most glaring um which was i didn't think i didn't think it was a good smart game by any means i didn't think it was a good uh rob game i thought rob despite having some empty calorie stats early in the game was kind of all over the place um just didn't seem 
he's just still out of sorts. It's kind of like the the streaky Rob from like you know points of time last year or even two years ago. He's not locked in right now. He's still his rhythm is totally off. Um, you know, since coming back, it's just not there. Um, obviously, he may had to make a quick switch with him too because they needed shooting out there early. So I, I, I you know, he tried to go only one big when he pulled Rob off the floor and put Grant in there. Then he tried a three big lineup too. So he was trying some different things. He was reaching. Yeah, he was reaching, trying to find something to generate something because uh, the the Bucks were stymieing them all game, but it all comes back to your best players. Jalen turned it on late, but your best players just couldn't get anything going for you on offense. So he may try just went in his bag for whatever he could try to find to get something going. Pritchard, you know, I don't even know if he. I mean, he, you know, he couldn't get anything going uh, offensively. So there's just not much there. You just don't have enough firepower to have such a dud game from Tatum. And I'm going to keep coming back to that as the, as the number one thing. That's just you just can't have it. Your guy, no, and, and, you, and you got a great game from Al. I mean, Al, 22, 16, and 5. I mean, this was like 26-year-old Al. <laughs> this was like a decade ago, Al, uh, the way he was scoring, getting the spots, running the floor. Uh, and you feel, if, if you're Tatum and if you're the rest of the guys, you feel like you let a, a one of those vintage classic Al Orford games go because you're not going to get 22, 16, and 5 from him no you may not even get that from him the rest of this series but you don't need it you shouldn't need it you know right right Right. well your guy john uh derek white did everything he could off the bench today scoring wise i know that that's white was good man topic but he actually scored 14 points tonight so i liked i liked this version are you sure the zero point plus 22 derek white wasn't better because that's what my mentions were all about before that okay well, when actually, we, when we criticized last game, too, actually, John, he was way more effective. Oh, did you see his plus minus, John? Plus twenty two, dude. No, this was a very, this was a Derek White who looked for his shot. He got to the lane. He hit a couple mid range. He hit one three. He got to the free throw line. He knocked down his free throws. He was more. He drew a couple he fouls. He was way more aggressive. more aggressive. You need that. You need him to come in and do all the stuff he does which we all know that he does, which is play defense, help move the ball, keep the ball moving on offense. He's very quick with it. He's not running the offense, but he's helping keeping it moving. He does that when he doesn't score. Then you also want him to score some. So this was a much better Derek White game in that regard because he actually scored a point or two. Okay. I'll piss yeah. the Derek White fans that he scored today. I know, he, right? He must be livid that he, that he actually scored. They, they can't say, well, actually, he does other things. Dude, well, he, actually- he doesn't need to score. <laughs> no, he, yeah, I mean, it's not what they traded for him, actually. <laughs> in this series. Dude, you guys don't know ball. Derek has a mismatch in terms of size over almost yes! when he's matched up with. Yes. And, I, and he wisely dribble drives into the paint and raises up for the mid-range. That just makes sense. Yeah, that why makes sense. Why because he can't get all the way to the rim on these guys. He's got to do and that. He, and he's not a good three-point shooter. So play to your strengths if you're right. which is Exactly. What Hang on one second, guys. I'm coming right back. Sure. To what you just said earlier, we've never on this show have we spent a whole lot of time on officials because it's it's the easy way out. Like you said, it's comfort it food. It's, it's, it's rarely the reason you lose an entire game, and it wasn't the reason today. The difference today was that there are a number of – questionable calls or not calls. Yeah. I thought, for example, Marcus Smart should have went to the line for three for three free throws there. I thought yeah. that he definitely got hacked on the arm. So you can have a – you can have, and I'm sure that the um, 
when they come out with the review at the, you know, where they, like, you know, they're going to, yeah, the, the two minute review. Like, yeah, they'll be like, yeah, our bad. He got hacked and that should have been a shooting file. And that's not going to mean, any, it's not going to change anything, but I don't know. There's, it feels like in that situation, there should be, you should, there should be some sort of booth review like they do in football. And I hate slowing down the game with a bunch of reviews, but something like that can really change the way the game and so, I mean, I, it's too bad that they missed the call, but we're not going to talk about the refs for 45 minutes to an hour. Like you said, they were in that position because of what happened way before. Tatum missing all those shots in the game. And the opportunities they had down the stretch. Marcus yeah. Smart missed a wide-open three. Jalen Brown missed a wide-open three. Jalen Brown missed at the rim. Smart missed a free throw accidentally, not the one that he missed on purpose. And then the one that he missed accident uh, on purpose, how many opportunities did they have at the rim there? I think they even had a timeout. Am I wrong? They had a timeout left at the end of that game where they could have probably yeah, grabbed the ball and, and you're, you're not left. You're not gonna you're not gonna call a timeout in that situation because the last thing you want to see is a, 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 a structured defense. You're much better off getting something. I get it, but I, Marcus Smart falling to the left on that fadeaway wasn't great. If I was no. Marcus, I might have just settled it, you know, if not the timeout. Because um, it was going on in that it was just hectic with him. I mean, the chance of Marcus hitting a catch and shoot rebound attempt falling to his left is a twenty percent shot. You know, like he's just not gonna hit that. So I didn't love it, but it is what it is. Yeah, and I mean, he, he gave them a shot. I mean, when they really, again, their defense let them down there. But the other thing, too, that I, I thought really stood out in this game is just, let's be honest, there's a certain amount of luck that you got to have to win. I mean, those loose balls that wound up in Drew Holiday's hands, you can't you can't defend against that. That shit just happens. Uh, and I give Drew a lot of credit. He's a good enough player where he's going to make the most of those opportunities. He had a couple of shots like that. Uh, and, and so little things like that cripple you, particularly when your best player plays as bad as Jason Tatum did. So. Facts, my dog. Facts, my dog. That's it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, glad, play, I'm glad game four is right around the corner because this is one that you don't want this to marinate too long. Yeah, except for the fact that, like, Tatum broke his wrist and Brown's friggin' stiffened up at the end of the game and couldn't walk. And Smart's still not entirely right. And Rob got, like, three concussions tonight. Um, that so I blow hope he took – yeah, that blow he took from, from Portis, that – I was shocked he was able to come back. I mean, that was a really hard hit. And it was inadvertent. It wasn't malicious or anything. I don't I care. Mean, it's awesome. Yeah, other than all those things, let's play ball. I mean, right? You, you can't hit Rob like that. I can't – I'm not going to allow that. What did you think of um, Gerard? What did you think? How do you think Marcus looked out there? You know, coming back from the from the contusion. Bad. Um, he did. He didn't he, defensively. I didn't think he had any type of significant impact or put his imprint at that end of the floor. Offensively, he was off his game after he picked up those two quick fouls and headed to the bench. He was never the same from a rhythm standpoint after that. Um, this was a bad game for him. Uh, mm. There's uh, there's no getting around that. Uh, he's got to be better. Game four, Tatum has to be a lot better. Uh, they need their core guys, that their you know face of the franchise guys. They have to be better. What about Brown? I mean, we haven't mentioned him a whole lot, which some fans, uh, some people in the chat always like to comment on. But, I mean, 27 points tonight. Again, towards the end, he missed a couple there. Um, Saved them late, though. Without him, yeah. they're not even close on that. That comeback attempt without Jalen, they're toast. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. stepped up when the game was absolutely up in the air, and they were about to get their asses blown out. And he brought them back from the dead, basically. And Al Horford, you know, he did his – They needed – but they needed their best player yeah. in the fourth quarter but, to be the best player. Bobby always was, talks about this on Tate on Brown. 
Um, and it's funny. I know rebounds sometimes is like, oh, whatever rebounds. He actually did grab a ton of rebounds in that first half when he wasn't scoring. But right. uh, th- Bobby talks about this with Brown all the time. When things are going really poorly, you know, you have you have a couple versions of Brown. You get first quarter Brown who just comes in, lights out, and friggin' goes bananas. Then sometimes you don't see it consistently throughout the game. Then you have Brown who, when nothing is falling from outside, he says, screw it. I'm going downhill. And when he and that's vital, you know, uh, where he does that because you need some easy buckets. You need somebody to go in and to draw contact and to like, you know, get some points in the paint there. And he does that, even though the three wasn't falling. He did that and they needed it really badly uh, in this game. And so, yeah, a couple of couple out of control possessions where they're driving without really a clue where they're going. Um, uh, and that's going to happen. I always kind of excuse Jalen for that because he's got to play fast. And when he does that, sometimes he's going to play sloppy. It just stinks when it happens at a time when it's a really critical possession. And man, did you need a good shot, you know, that time. And obviously late in that game there, he drove too deep. He got caught under the rim. He had really no chance of getting that ball up. Um, so it wasn't ideal on that one, but he was huge for them. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, again, another really good game overall that is down the toilet. Uh, you can't have some of your your guys play as well as they did tonight and not find a way to win. Particularly when Milwaukee left the door open way longer than I thought they should for you to steal this one. Um, they didn't close them out at all. So. I mean, they, incredible, they, incredible, done. And yeah, Brown, like like you guys have said about Brown, and this goes back to the to the first series against the Nets. He's been in my opinion, like super Mr. Consistent. I mean, not necessarily from start to finish always throughout games, but throughout the postseason so far, he's been really consistent. He's been, um, you know, productive for them. 27 points again today, like you said, in that fourth quarter, um, just came up huge. I mean, him and Al, single, you know, those two guys willed this team back to victory. And and it was like night and day watching Brown and Tatum today. It really was like Brown all up and down the court, driving to the basket, physical. And then it kind of felt like Tatum was standing around a lot. You know, almost felt like it looked like he was had the flu or something. I he mean, got in his own head, man. He got yeah. see it was sulky. My shots not falling, and the and that's going to affect every part of my game, Tatum. Yeah. It's the, I can't believe we saw this guy again because I thought he was gone. You know, right. we just yeah. hadn't. We saw this so much in the first that. half of the season. I can't believe he returned in the playoffs here. I just didn't see that happening. I didn't see yeah. it happening. Yeah, it's clear that Milwaukee and their interior defenders are in his head. Because I can't remember how, as many times I've seen Tatum in this series dribble, drive, get into the paint, and kick it out. He's not even amazing. He's not even looking to shoot the floater. Uh, not he's just he's just not going to do it. And this, it's one thing to have trust in your teammates, but damn, have trust in yourself. Have trust in your float game. Have trust in your ability to score over a Giannis, over a Brook Lopez. Because guess what? They may block the shot once or twice, but at some point they're going to follow you. At some point you're going to score. Uh, so you need you need to do your best to get, put yourself in position to take advantage of that. And I didn't think he did. Right. He And when he is going, he's kind of like early years Tatum where he's trying to get sure. cute with the finish. He's not right. going strong uh, as he was. He's not doing his little sidesteps and his finishes and this and that. And you're right. It's all about that. I, I've been saying this since game one. The floater in the mid-range, you have to recognize what the Bucks are doing, and that this is what they're doing. They're throwing bodies at you they, when they don't want you to get into the paint, so they're having a tough time turning the corner on these guys as is because every time he does, you know, a double come or someone will flash, uh, and there's just, just a lot of people in his face. But when he does get in there, that's what he's got to do. He's just got to rise up and, and just knock down friggin' free-throw jumpers or little floaters. Um, 
and make people come out and challenge that. And when they do, you might have a big, you know, come open if they come up and, you know, or you're just going to have that shot all, all, all game long, but it really feels like they're only driving to kick right now. And they've given up the notion of scoring in the paint, uh, which right. is a mistake. I think it wasn't just him. Marcus gave up a couple of layups too. Um, they were just driving. I'm like, Oh my God, that was, it, it was right there. They, they, they gave it to you and you didn't take it. And they're passing up good shots for worse shots. They did it way too often tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And when, and those times when they were able to actually get into the lane along the baseline, they're again looking to kick out as opposed to using the rim as a screener and sc- try to score on the other side. Because uh, if you're beating your defender, if you beat your defender and he's behind you, he's trailing. You don't just lay it up because he could pin it on the glass. But if you use the other side of the rim, which Drew Holiday did a couple of times, which was brilliant, um, you got a chance to score or you get fouled. Uh, and they just, this was not, they did not play a smart game out there. We should at get, all. um, we should give Wes Matthews a little credit too for the defense he's been playing. Better than you expected, right? Uh, this is like, this is like flashback to five, ten years ago. He's never been this good. No, um, right. this is like vintage Blazers. Wes Matthews, here. and like I just saw that Tatum was over ten with Matthews on him today. So that should never happen. No, but Tatum's obviously letting that bother him. You know, I mean, he must be frustrated with the Wes Matthews got the assignment. You know, and he's. Coming from a homeschool guy, you get the assignment, you, you you know you focus on that assignment, and you get the grade at the end of the day. Stamp a little A on that piece of paper because Wes Matthews did his job today. You know he's getting yeah. a huge opportunity with Middleton being out and doing everything he can to stay on the court. He's not doing it on on the offense; end. he's doing it solely on the defense. Which is a shocker because he, for most of his career, he was a sniper uh, he, uh, who was marginal defensively. But he's, he's been good. But he's, he's also smart enough to know where his help is coming from. Uh, and, and Tatum, to many to such extent, is making it easier for him because he's not attacking him. He's not using the fact that he's 6'8", and this dude is like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, to just get him on the elbow and shoot right over him. That's literally all he could do because if you do that, that defense that Milwaukee plays, which is really good, they can't double you on that elbow because if they do that, someone is going to be wide open in one of the corners or on the wing. Uh, so they've got to be smarter about just just recognizing mismatches and putting Milwaukee in a, a pick-your-poison type of situation, which they just didn't do in game three at all. Right. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Um, take a quick pause. We'll let everybody know. Once again, um, please support our sponsors here. Um, you guys don't feel like cooking, or maybe you, you don't feel like cooking a Mother's Day meal, or you couldn't get a reservation in time. Boom, HelloFresh, okay? Get get fresh food delivered to your door, uh, pre-packaged, pre-portioned menu cards, exactly what you need to do to turn this fresh food into uh, a delicious meal. Sherrod, a little background noise. I muted you real quick. Um but in order to do that and for us to get credit, uh, we really need you to go to HelloFresh.com slash Playoff16. 16. 16 wins. They need 16 wins. They've got five. So they need. Oh, they just lost again. So does that change the total? It's the work? same. It's still oh. nine, right, Jimmy? Just okay, kidding. Anyway, 11. Um, 16 meals, guys. That's like 16 meals. That's like. Two days worth of meals for John. Like, that's a pretty good deal. It's like 13 CDs for a penny. Okay. Yeah. Go get that. 
16 meals. HelloFresh.com slash playoff 16. Use the code playoff 16. 16 free meals and three free gifts. Go get some. Uh, as we said, really good stuff delivered to your door. We all got ourselves a package deal, made some nice tacos, made some nice pasta, some meatloaf, uh, really good stuff all around. So uh, please check it out. Yeah, yep, that was they, good. They called it. Yeah. Um, so again, back to the game again. Uh, do you feel better about Sherrod? I'll ask you, do you feel better about the series going forward after today's game or worse? Uh, about the same. Uh, I don't. I don't feel any better or worse about it because I, I figured that they were probably going to split one here, which means they're going to lose one. Uh, this was the one. Uh, I. I don't think that they're going to have as many uh, struggling players as we saw in this game. Uh, Tatum is going to be better. I think Marcus Smart will be better. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get an Al Horford type game um, in Game Four. Uh, but your your core guys have to be better. And I'm thinking, speaking specifically about Marcus and Jason, they have to be better. And I think they will be in game four because uh, this is a game that no, there's no doubt it left a bitter taste in their mouth and because they they deserve this loss. They, they put themselves in the position to lose this game uh, and they damn near were able to steal it. And that, again, I, I expect them to win game four. All right. Yeah, I mean, and look, at, at the end of the day, you come out of Milwaukee 2-2, you're feeling okay, uh, and that's what you should be doing. But um, you put the pressure on yourself here. And this was one that would have been amazing to steal considering um, just playing like ass for so much of it. Again, Milwaukee didn't play great in the first half either. But um, after that third quarter, it just didn't feel like the Celtics were going to be able to generate any offense, um, you know, at all. They just what they were doing didn't resemble uh, offense. It was just uh, as bad as that third quarter is maybe the worst quarter they played in five months. Um, Yeah. So that was all around brutal, uh, you know, credit to them for turning it around uh, and pulling it together. Uh, once again, uh, CLNS media here, garden report. We do one of these post game shows after every single game. We've been doing it for years. So come hang out with us. Tell your friends if you're interested in talking. We got Milwaukee fans in the chat. So bring it. Bring it. We got Bucks fans in here. Oh, my God. They're killer. They're telling us we're whining, whining about the refs. And Sherrod and I both said, we're not using the refs as an excuse, but I know the chat is bummed. I said that too. I know. Yeah, I know. Fine. All of us agree. You're not putting it on the uh, on the chat. Celtics have to be better. Milwaukee, it was an ugly game. It was a rock fight. Milwaukee executed down the stretch. Celtics did not. That's the game. Milwaukee's best player played well. Celtics' best player played like ass. You want to be a, you want to be a stud. You want to be in the MVP conversation. You want to complain that you're not getting bonuses for making All NBA. You got to put up better performances in games like this, and that's what Tatum's got to do. Don't complain about the refs, though. If you're Tatum, you can say, "Well, if I was getting calls, I would have got forty points today." No, buddy, you missed tons of shots. You looked lackadaisical out there. You didn't do enough outside of scoring. Like unlike our our friend Derek White, as we know now, John, we were told he does so much more than score. If you does. You need to be more like Derek White on those nights. Have yeah. a zero-point game, but yeah. have a Derek White zero-point yeah, game, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. There's right? zero-point games and there's Derek White <laughs> zero-point Which are a different breed of zero-point games. Um, right. Which but, now uh, we know. Yeah, now we know the difference, so we've been schooled. Um, <laughs> you are the worst. I am bad. You're, you're the worst trolls in the world. My gosh. <laughs> I love it. I was going all day with that stuff. Yeah, anyway, the, the, um, you know, so that's, that, that, that is what it is, uh, there where, you know, you just, yeah. it's Tatum, you know, he's just gotta be better. 
Gotta be better. I mean, and, and listen, I don't know if he's coming to the podium yet, but I'm, I would hope that he would admit just as much that he knows he needs to be better. I imagine it's almost like doesn't even need to be said. It's understood. It'd be that, nice for him to say it, though. It would be nice well, for him yeah. to say that this, that this was on me. For sure. And I, I think he must know that. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's pretty glaring out there. Yeah. So whatever he was going through today, you know, he's got a day to, you know, shake it off and then get back out there. Like you said, Sherrod, you know, quick turnaround here. I still like the Celtics chances and tie. So do I. I really do. Um, yeah. I didn't see anything today from the Bucks that was like, wow, they, you know, the Celtics are in big trouble. I mean, obviously Giannis had his 40 point game, whatever. You almost expect him to end up with 30 plus points every game, and especially with the way that they're letting him play. Fine, they still have an opportunity, and they, they still have what it takes to beat this Bucks team. They're, they're deeper than this Bucks team is, so I still like their chances in Game Four, even up the series, take home court back, come back to Boston with some momentum. Um, there's no reason for me to to like like Sherrod. It hasn't really changed my opinion on on this series. I picked Celtics in six. I mean. I also said that I could see it going seven. No, wait, I think I said I could. I forget if I said it's five or seven now. But yeah. point being, I still like the Celtics in this series, even though they're down two to one right now. Uh, they just need their superstar players to play like superstar players. And speaking right. of superstar let's players. Bring, let's bring in our man. Speaking uh, of here, superstar players. Hold on one second. Let's bring in Steve is. Jobs uh, here. <laughs> What's going on? You got me? Yes, Bobby Manning covering the game in Milwaukee. Uh, you were just in the locker room, Bobby, or talking to the Celtics. Um, just tell us uh, who's you know who's talking. What's the vibe in there? What are they talking about? And then we'll get your takes on the game. Who are you wearing? Email with some of his pointed criticism of officials we've heard all year. Not normally a rip the refs guy. He was furious about that call on Smart. A smart followed it up, questioning why would I do a rip through move if we're down two? I'm going to shoot a three there, obviously, down three. Uh, so you watch that replay, hard to argue with any of the arguments against it. And I don't understand how that's not a shooting foul. I just, it's, it's, it's anybody but Marcus Mark gets that. I, I, I'm so confused. And you were talking call. about the Yana situation, John. It got out of control tonight. It's out of control. No. No sense whatsoever as defenders of what to do, where to position yourself, and what's what in a charge block. There's really no charge, it seems like, when it comes to him. No. So, so yeah, makes I'll it really it hard here. on the defense. Here's Ime talking about it. I'll put up uh, Ime's comments about the officials here. Hold on. Here we go. So we referenced that earlier, Bobby. He may basically saying, basically the refs are telling them if they're not falling, we're not calling it. So you're just basically just allowing Giannis to just bash into people. And obviously that was the case. It does feel like they've kind of lost a little bit of control of it. But I also think Celtics, 
you only see these guys a couple times a year. Giannis didn't play in two of the games that they played against the Bucks this year. You just forget that this is just how it goes every game with a player like him. Uh, that's the style. That's just what happens. It's physical. It's contact. And as Sherrod said, most of the 50-50 calls aren't going to go your way here. It's just something you got to kind of get used to, uh, even though I do feel like it's maybe a, it's been a tad excessive here because I do think the Celtics defense is so good and they're so good at getting bodies in front of him that Giannis is leaning even more on initiating contact to clear space because that's the only way he's going to get to where he wants to go. So it's even more egregious than it normally is in a normal Giannis game. That's just my take on it. Yeah, and you saw it in the third quarter last game. That's when he started to shift in that direction when he wasn't getting the yeah. – separation from Horford and Grant in the post. thought he picked his mat- matchups a lot more effectively in this game, too. They did a much more decisive job of forcing the Celtics to switch in the post. He got a look at Smart, got looks at Brown and Tatum throughout, and he was able to dominate in those individual matchups. And now a lot of other times, he was just sort of throwing himself inside and forcing the officials to make a call. That question you put up there from me, I was sort of asking, I was asking like three things at once, but one of the things I was getting at there is that there was that play where he just smashed through grant yep sent him to the ground he made him challenge that he ends up challenging an offensive foul that was grant's fifth and i believe he lost that right yeah so picking your spots with the challenge is going to be so key in this series and yeah someone tell bud someone tell bud because that was one of the worst challenges in history but anyway (laughs) that was a perplexing one but we're still still scratching our heads about that one it made absolutely no sense at all borderline fireable like if you're if you if that's something you think is a good idea under those circumstances one it was an obvious it was obviously not going to be overturned even if it was not friggin' worth it but yeah beside the point that was so friggin' dumb bringing in joe sway as well what's up joe sway What's going on, guys? Sorry. Yeah, Joe Sway. There he a little is. bright, little bright. Little bright How many behind you. How many got, hot? The, the hot boys in, in uh, where are we? Milwaukee. These guys look oh, good. Yeah. You guys look good. Hairline's looking pretty good. Not yeah. But yeah, go, <laughs> I go like ahead, it all. I like it all. I'm going to go grab Jalen. Hold on. <laughs> Oops. What, what did you do? Uh, we know what, what happened. happened. What happened? We just executed just as poorly as the Celtics did there at the end of the, at the end of their game. Our bad, <laughs> bad late game execution. Bad late game execution. Go, go back and look at the tape, and you can see it on Bobby Manning's face. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it. You'll see exactly what happened there. The oh when, shit moment when Bobby went to go go talk to Jalen Brown. He goes and he goes hit a button. And he goes. I don't know if they'll be able to see it because I think when when we hit the off button, it really goes off right away for them. But for us, we kind of saw it all happen unfolding on Bobby's end. So for, for those of you who joined back in, great. Thanks. Um, thank you. If we lost most of you, we understand that as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, we deserve it. We Go deserve it. Back. So post game show part two, uh, we're gonna bring in Josue Pavone, who does not have an itchy trigger finger he does not touch buttons he no. doesn't do weird stuff like that let's bring in joe sway <laughs> look at him he's still got a shiny head hey where'd hey, you guys go hairline's still intact good news is we only lost a thousand people yeah right um, and I, hey we're up to 38 I, viewers thanks thanks to the 38 of you that are back we appreciate it. those are the I real think, real die i think i just recapped the entire game in like two minutes and i, I realized you guys were gone <laughs> So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> my yeah, God. Yeah, Josue, 
we we, we not all a good got, day. We all got Brockton Wi-Fi on that right there, man. We all got Brockton <laughs> Except for the guy from Brockton. Look at you that. You feel your pain now. No, but what we were saying, what were you talking about, John? You you're on you're on to something good. Maybe it was about um fouling, I guess, or Giannis's. Just wait, you mean we've we've already talked for a I while. was saying just simply, yeah, we'll get your take on it. It's we get that this is par for the course with Giannis, and all of us, Jimmy, Sherrod, and I refuse to go like officials cost them the game, but the officiating yeah. is garbage because they just don't know what they're going to call a foul versus not call a foul. And it's just, it's impossible to play under those circumstances. So again, that's why they were frustrated. They're like, what is it? What is the foul? Like the guy's got, and Amy was saying like, what does the guy have to go down? It was, it was bad. The inconsistency makes it hard. Uh, And that's what people were talking about. Well, I love that email was transparent too. He said, listen, they said, look, if if you're not getting pushed to the ground, then they're not going to call it. And he made a joke about, well, maybe I need to get these guys to start flopping more. And of course, he's joking, but I think there's, there's some seriousness in there. Oh, Sherrod. So, yeah, got, got to mute you there. Sorry. Yeah, that was yeah. what, Game vi- park? What, what video are you watching over there? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and, and look, obviously. We are back being... live. Anybody asking? It's not a replay. This is live <laughs> garden report <laughs> part two. Sorry. We're not going to say who did it, but it was Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby killed our stream. Killed our stream. And he texted I, love, us. I love how we figured it yes. out. Yeah, and then he texted us going, hey, guys, sorry. I, I, really I did like a bad thing. John goes, John goes, I know. We all know. <laughs> we know, buddy. We know. <laughs> we know what you did. We know what you did. He's got to do the rest of the show like this, okay? Hands behind his back. No more entering. Did Bobby just set off a freaking fire drill at, at, in Milwaukee? <laughs> did I serve? <laughs> Did you hear that? Maybe it's just out here. I don't know what that was. All the lights. Bobby. Bobby. He was like, "All right, I'll see you guys later." Slap, and he just slapped down on one. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) Jalen. But yeah, look. Anyway, Sharad, I'm unmuting. Are you okay again? Okay, not yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the way this uh, this game was officiated yeah. was was just it's it's getting it's getting ridiculous, you know. And the Celtics played around that, and and all that had to do with, in my opinion, with Al Horford. I, the Celtics don't come back without him, and what he did on both ends, and, and, and you know that that game winning layup, you know, when they waved it off, I was like, from the second it went in, I was like, that's just that was just too little, too late. But yeah, like Al Al mentioned after the game, you know, they had a few chances at that, you know, uh, they had their hand on the ball a couple of times there, but that was just a tough play, and that's just the position that the Celtics put themselves in, but. Believe it or not, guys, though, I feel like that fourth quarter, if you're the Celtics, you, it's it's encouraging because you have to think about, you know, how bad Tatum was offensively. You have to think about how they were able to come back as fast as they did. Shit, they scored more points in the in the first four and a half minutes in that fourth quarter than they did in the entire third quarter. So, obviously, coming out of halftime, they have to uh, make that adjustment of, of not just letting the Bucs just go, walk all over them the way they did in that third quarter. But also, I just think – at the end of the day, the, the way this game played out, uh, it, it shows how it shows a little bit of weakness from the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, it was funny because Bobby turned to me, you know, under a minute to go. He's like, I don't see how the Celtics can pull this one out. And I'm like, well, if they keep turning to other guys not named Giannis, then they're going to give themselves a shot there. But then Giannis made the play that he needed to play. I mean, that he needed to make. And, you know, that, that was big, of course. But the Celtics, 
it was just too little too late at the end, man. It just, it just can't be all Al. Yeah. It, it, it can't be them getting out of their game because of they're not getting the calls. And, you know, we, we saw, I don't know if you guys saw that on the TV, picked it up, but uh, Ime getting into it with, with, not getting into it, but just kind of telling Grant Williams to not, not go oh, down that lane. Oh, he friggin'. Did they show that? They showed Ooh, that on TV? Yeah. You could see it. He came down and right at that timeout and he came into the frame. They didn't hang on it. But right after that, he's like, base, shut up you know get yeah, back because right. he sat yeah. there and he backpedaled and he's talking to the ref and then he realized and the it sprints up. to the corner too yeah. late on that and and yeah. boom a three tatum had one later too uh same exact yeah. thing he missed a layup and he just he didn't complain he just dropped his shoulders and jogged yeah. back and if you watch he's the last guy to get in the frame on defense and it swings to drew in the corner and he hits a three and tatum goes over there and just kind of futile you know waves at it so uh tatum right. did have a quote he is talking now uh He's talking right now right probably yeah. thinking a little too much passed up some open shots today um he's talking about exactly the bucks right. The Bucks throwing bodies at yeah. him. He knows. He goes to turn the corner. There's another body there. It's rough sailing out there. Grand treatment. It's rough sailing out there, okay? But he has to, He said he's just got to, you know, he's just got to be better. He's, he's just passed up too many shots. And, Sherrod, you talked about that. He's just – he's out of his he's – he's just not playing his game right now. He's letting them dictate what he's doing. Yeah, and, and, and he, can't, he can't do that. He can't do right. that. Um, he's too good to do that. He's too smart a player. He's been he's been too many battles at such a young age to to not recognize what's happening. Um, and and again, I I I just don't know how the hell they were whipping striking distance when their best player was that bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, why I think, think it's encouraging. Honestly. I mean, think think about how Milwaukee would be if Giannis played like you know took nineteen shots and had ten points total. They'd lose. Oh, wow. they'd, yeah, they'd be playing. They'd be playing Gino here. That's how bad it would be. <laughs> like, yeah. So, they, you know, it's encouraging. But they, the bottom line is, you got to play better, and it's not going to get any easier. It's going to be a physical series. It should be a physical series. I like that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, you, you've got Bobby Porter's whacking, you know, Time Lord in the forehead. You got Grant, you know, body, you know, body blocking Giannis at, at one end of the floor, which was kind of funny because um, <laughs> you, you don't expect to see Grant Williams. Mr. You know, um, Mr. Tennessee, Mr. My mom's a scientist and I'm a thinker. Yeah, I was going to say, what route, I mean, what route are you going with this one? I mean, we, know what you mean. <laughs> I, mean we're, 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 I mean, he came at, I mean, he was really an enforcer, which I thought was really good to see because uh, they need guys like that. Um, you know, the, the, the hip check that he gave Grayson Allen that just sent him flying after Grayson had, you know, going for a loose ball, had knocked Tatum down. Little things like that. It may not seem like that big a deal, but you're sending messages. And that's you, yeah. that's important in this league, particularly when you're a young guy like Grant. I, I felt like the Bucks were sort of looking for those guys to sort of do that one dagger, that three-pointer that they needed. And it wasn't there. And I'm looking up, nope. and that's when, you know, Bobby, Bobby said that comment. I'm just like, it has to be Giannis. Like, he has to do it because these other guys, it's just – it's not it's not falling for them and the subjects are rolling right now or at least the momentum was shifting but yeah you know it's like i max and i talked about it in our, in our recent episode you know we surviving the the Giannis game this this was it right 40 points and efficient scoring and just you know uh, throughout the entire game just a constant force but they survived it but what i didn't anticipate was them having to survive one of these ice cold you know shooting nights from from jason tatum let alone that be the same exact game so you know, keep that keep that in mind, Celtics fans. I mean, they 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 nearly they nearly pulled it off with with Tatum shooting the way he he did, and 
and and when Giannis dropping 40, you know, it was it was just it was literally half a second off, you know, that that layup from Al Hover, which would have been one heck of a win if they oh, pulled this one out. Yeah, man, that would have been incredible. No doubt, that would have no been doubt. devastating for Milwaukee. That's devastating for Milwaukee because they, they obviously they're great. They crippling. Great, you know, in, Celtics in, in, in five. Arena. Celtics in five. If the if they if the Celtics won this one, because uh, it would have been crippling. probably. I don't think I don't think I don't think we come back here honestly. But, crippling yeah, I mean, loss. Look, because that would have been, yeah, it would have been a hit in the gut. You know, Tatum to be ice cold, and and you know, you you drop this one in a, a matinee matchup, which is you look at the record that they're really good in these in these matchups. So yeah, they just the something had a chance to steal yeah. one. Once Golden again, chance. technical difficulties. This is our second stream. We did a post game show earlier, um, guys. There's like I just, 45 people in here. What's going on, guys? guys I on. just <laughs> sent you the link. If you want Jeez. to retweet to people, letting them know that we're here, we'll hang on for a few mm. more minutes and put a bow on this show. Uh, for those people who came back, thank you for the ones we lost. Screw you guys. You're not real. You're not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is a way to weed out the weed out the fake fans. These yeah. are real. These, this is these are the, these are the day ones right here. I, I, yeah, they were I, watching us. They were watching us when when the Celtics were in the bubble in Orlando. Right? Yeah, I, I come in and I see right right out of the gate, Dirk, first guy in the room. I'm like, there you go, real Dirk. fan. <laughs> yep, real, real. Okay, you knew Dirk would be here. Dirk was here right away. Um, I bet you. I bet you the send, um, send the that guy some hello fresh. The Discord was probably all all up in arms when all of a sudden the stream just ended out out of nowhere. You know, they Discord probably held it together and they and they knew they knew that because they get the tweets too in that Discord, so they knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on one second here. Let's uh, let's bring in this guy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Dirk goes, Dirk goes, Dirk goes. Don't call me out, bro. Hey, put, a, put, hey. put the apology cam up. What were you penning? Let's 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 read that letter you just wrote. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the podium after the loss. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I knew Bobby, the second what, I what, did what it happened, too. Right? What happened? <laughs> I knew the second. Before you left I knew the broadcast. What happened there? Take us through it. I knew the second I did it. I was like, "Oh no, there's no going back from that." But we're building up. I'm already seeing the numbers rise here. So let's make yeah. them uh, into the. It's all good. It's still early. It's still early. It's all good. It's all good. No, 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 no. We keep the oh, what is this? We keep the apology <laughs> cam on on Bobby until we reach 500 500 viewers. All right. He's got to no. stay on puppy until we. That's beat. fine. It's fine. He's suffered Let's enough. He suffered back. enough. No, just... Let's flowers back up. That's that's what Celtics fans want after every loss. They want. That was see... Nick's first design. I was like, "Nah, we're not going to go with flowers." <laughs> <laughs> Mother's Day flowers. Yep, that was the Mother's Day thing. Mother's Day flowers. Yeah, that's for the moms out there. Yeah. Although we did say at the top of our first show that. Mother's Day was canceled. The Celtics ruined our weekend. Mom, mom wouldn't want to. Mom wouldn't want to see tomorrow in the in the mood that we were in right after that loss. Yeah, mom's not watching Monday night. She's pissed. She's mad. That's right. We literally, I literally just did a second stream for the apology cam. We're gonna go now. No, uh, Bobby, uh, <laughs> yeah. Bobby Tatum was in there and he was talking about um, just yeah, they got to him and he's he's in his own head. He's he's thinking too much. He's passing up good shots. That's what killed me the most is. He's getting into places where he could rise up and shoot, and he's just not doing it. Uh, he's getting into the lane, and he's passing. He's just—he's all out of sorts right now. I think uh, having a tough time getting to the rim in the first game or two has really messed with him. Yeah, because he yeah. loses that outlet to his game. That was the space where he could make passes from. It was a place where he could steadily finish or draw free throws, and instead he's getting caught in between. And 
that mid-ranger is sort of a game that he's trying to phase out of his arsenal a little bit here. Nah, like it's sexy. Bring it back. To, yeah. That's not one that he wants to in the habit of bringing back. And so much of the way he's played, Jalen's played this year, it's been building habits. And the way the Bucks defend works against that. You want to shoot a lot of jump shots. You want to be aggressive and get those shots off when you have the spare. And I'm startled in this game. I believe I just saw the number that Wes Matthews held them to. Oh, no, that was just his total uh, shooting line for the game was the 419. But Wes Matthews and a primary role on him, causing a bunch of trouble. And listen, John, I picked the Celtics in seven coming into this. The amount of things I'm starting to see stack against them in this series is getting really concerning because one of the biggest advantages I thought they had was those wing matchups. They're going to find a matchup because you knew Holiday was going to be on one of the two and they should be able to hunt that matchup, whether it was Grayson Allen or Wes Matthews. And Tatum allowed himself to get eaten up by Wes Matthews tonight, which is crazy. There's I did not help. expect that. There's no, help, but, he's but getting, that was... He's getting help, though. They, there's help, you know, no, doubt, no doubt. But you, you know you know what helped also? And I, I don't know if you, if you... Maybe it's just me if you guys noticed this, but I saw a handful of possessions where I feel like they've shifted their defense where they're sort of letting... They're sort of letting Rob roam a bit, right? Like, he's getting those easy dunks. He's getting those, you know... Uh, th- those looks down low, but I feel like they're not, they're sort of letting him roam a bit because they're putting more pressure, applying more pressure on Jason Tatum. Like everyone's sort of switching in that space and, and they're sort of giving him that a bit of an island there. Obviously, when he gets the ball in his hands, they capitalize and most of the time they were late, but they're sort of living with that. You know, I, I thought that was that was one of the many adjustments that, that Blood and Holes would make, you know, in game three. Yeah, for yep. sure. And I think it almost worked to their bit that they ended up having foul trouble for Lopez because they got him out of the game for that stretch where they had Connaughton. Yeah. Uh, he, Porter, was, Portis, he was constantly late, yeah. Portis, Giannis. It was much more versatile lineup that they had out there after that with Matthews and Holiday. Defensively, they were able to match up around the perimeter with that group, and they were able to spread the Celtics out in those lineups too. Uh, Giannis dishing the open guys again and again on the offensive end. And defensively, Tatum's just going to be better. That's what he said in the press conference. Like, he's getting the right balance, game in and game out of passing and shooting. This was just one slip-up for him where he was overthinking, caught in between, hesitating to shoot, and really just completely out of this game for most of it. That possession really rallying, and he just forced up a shot, pushing off of Matthews. Started pushing off throughout that second half of separation. He got in his own head and he started playing sloppy. He wasn't really in the flow of the offense. And listen, I know this is interesting coming from this show, but thank the Lord for Jalen, right? Taking control of the offense late and putting yeah, themselves in positions to yeah. score. Right. Good night. He took over. Fourth quarter, Jalen. That's what that's what you wanted. Let me guess. To see, uh, Let me guess. This is the first time Jalen's been mentioned. No, right? we <laughs> gave him tons of credit because I even cited Bobby because he what needed a sequel. He needed a sequel to get. No, nah, I'm just messing around. <laughs> we we uh, you know I brought up something Bobby brings up, which is the one of the things you know Jalen does a couple things consistently is yeah there is that big first quarter or when the offense stagnates and they can't hit from the outside he starts to get into the paint uh, and gets them those easy looks or he got to the free throw line a little bit and. They need that badly, and that was that 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 really keyed the turnaround. Al, who was probably the most consistently good player all night, wow, where did start that to, come from? Start to finish, but Jalen was the, was a key to that fourth quarter comeback. Without him, they're not even in the ball game, so you're not even having the discussion. He was huge there, no question about it. 
<laughs> yeah, so we did was... talk. We did talk about him. And, and yo, Bobby, did. Bobby, hold on. Why, why are you acting like Al? This isn't. This isn't his first. Uh, I mean, you are you acting like this is his first twenty and fifteen game in the postseason? You don't know. I'm, I'm talking about that. Buddy. I'm talking about that seven three stretch where he was dribbling into the half court and pulling up and nailing shots. Oh, That's not this is the where type of game that would have gotten Lou Merloni off his back. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. There would be no average Al. Uh, nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's been this. Halfway through the fourth quarter, she was. I think she tweeted it out too. She was like, "Get him the ball. He's he's failing it." And then he just went off right after that tweet went out. Yeah. yeah. His shots in a great place. It is. You know what? And again, I'm not sure if you see anything different with the release. It looks like he's got less chicken wing than before. It looks like he's a little, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got that weird, ugly kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like yeah, he's brought it in a little shoots. bit. It yeah. looks more compact. It looks Elbow a little wins. bit cleaner. Elbows in more, and it, it's like a little Do you see like it? The flick, yeah. So when quicker, I was, it's shorter, and it's it yeah. is more in as opposed to that big over-the-head thing. He's just like flinging that thing. It's yeah, a little bit, yeah, that. it's just a different, slightly different looking shot than than what, yeah. we, what we're used to. The way it was described to me, and I, I talked to the guy who you know, helped him develop his shot early on in his life is it's more oh, of a true, set yeah. shot. It's more of a set shot when he's successful, similar to what Towns is doing. He was saying like him and Towns almost have the same release when they're at their best. And before he was taking jump shots, like, you know, the opposite of the set shot there. I don't really see the huge difference between the two. And again, I think you make some good points there, John, mechanically on how it's come together for him, but he couldn't make anything early in the Nothing. year. And now he's Grizzly. making everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal, but he's the MVP of the series for Boston so far. The work he's doing on Giannis, especially because so Rob contributing offensively, because Rob hasn't been great at all. Um, and I think that uh, they need Al like crazy. Can, can, I mean, we talked about think Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee knows that about Rob. That's what I yeah. think too. I think they're yeah. like this guy is nowhere near 100. percent Let's just let him. You know, he's not. He's know. out of rhythm. And when they when yeah. you get a body into him, I feel like he loses about a foot off his vertical. You know, and he's not challenging yeah. at all. So when they're physical with him, he's just not contesting. Um, right. You know, right. At all. That's why I think I wouldn't be shocked at the, the, the you know. Buttonholes' assistants were like, well, well, you know, he's going to give up a bunch of these. We're going to give up these alley-oops. He's like, so what? Let's add more pressure to Tatum and shut him down, you know? And, right. and I think that it worked in this game. It worked in game three. Can yeah. I ask you guys something? Because I didn't get a good answer on it, but I thought it was such a shift in this game was Giannis was able to get away from Horford. Horford had the foul trouble, so that was probably part of it. But he was able to get away from Grant, too, and get on Tatum and spots. Well, I feel like he may switch Jalen to him late. But anyway, go ahead. Jalen switched on Yeah, him he did. A ton. That really. was that was the Celtics, right? Giving that up. The Celtics. Because... The Celtics wanted that. I think they wanted Jalen out on him. I don't know if they wanted to bother him a little bit more before he got ahead of steam. But that looked like a strategy, not a not not yeah. something that Milwaukee was hunting. But what was the question? Yeah. What do you want to ask? I, I was just wondering how we got all those different matchups when the plan in Game Two was to have Grant Horford on an island there. Yeah, uh, the switches killed Boston in those spots because he can just bowl through the wings. There's no resistance there whatsoever. So I know they want to mix up the looks on him and keep him off on his toes, but when you want to just stick with what worked until it stops working, I didn't love that move in this game. I thought that was a big reason they lost. Yeah, they started switching on him. I don't know because maybe he had it going um, and they were trying something different. Um you know, I don't know if it's individual foul trouble, too, because their bench is so short right now. And when Grant's stacking up fouls, you had to be careful about who you had there. So you maybe started to play the switch game a little bit. I, I'm not really sure what the strategy was behind that. 
Ime told me it was a little bit of both. He was able to force some of those. They they gave up some of them. Not yeah. really some strong answers there on what's shifted, but yeah, yeah I Bobby love what they the did on game. I love what they did on game two on him. I thought that was the sweet spot, but nothing's gonna last for long, I guess. Is thinking that um, I still like playing him straight up, and and you live with whatever you have there. Again, I just nobody on the lot without Middleton out there. There's just nobody out there who fine. Connor will knock down some shots. Drew Holiday's a not a high percentage shooter too. I I'll, I'm willing to give up what he's gonna get from the outside as well. I and mean, he's a good ball player, yeah. but like you're just not really worried about getting beat by right. anybody else on the Bucks right now. Um, it's true, so, and, know, and, and, you, and you forgot to mention too, John. Uh, Grayson Allen is still seeing Jalen in his nightmares. So yeah, I don't no, know where he no is. show. You know, no show. He, didn't, he didn't. He didn't show up at all today. Like, so. When the Honest Celtics turned up the D late, late, nobody on the Bucks nobody wanted, wanted it. anything nobody wanted to, to do with and getting like, a shot off. They're looking at the scoreboard like, is this game over? Like they were just, they were just trying the, to keep that lead as long as they could. And they're like, man, this quarter just won't the end. The Celtics and, put and the were, clamps down in the fourth there, and nobody wanted anything to do with any of it. They, they did they not want scared. that. I'm, I'm so torn on this series right now. Like you just you start Don't checking off. The, well, you start checking Don't off the boxes on both sides this way. It's like, yeah, the Bucks are really struggling in the half court, and Boston's got these matchups on Giannis that are great, but. At the same time, the Celtics get stagnant and they start missing a lot of shots and the Bucks get out in transition and all of a sudden they're killing them there. The fouling is starting to go against Boston now and, you know, that's stacking up against them. Giannis is granting a great whistle. He's figuring it out. Like, I, so much stuff just goes back and forth between these two and this is why I was terrified coming into the series because if Boston – I think Boston's in position to win the series. But you see again tonight, if they play below their level at all, the Bucks will blow by them. And that's what's going to happen in the series. They have to play well below it, though. That's what I think is like what you've seen here is, look, part of it is Milwaukee making you play bad and you get they get absolute credit for that. They make it hard. But the Celtics played. But they couldn't knock out the Celtics. They can't knock them down. That's a huge You look at games one and three and you're like, okay, if they make if they make it brutally difficult for the Celtics, they'll sneak by. But the Celtics Mm. blew their doors off in game two when they played a good game. So it's again, it's it's just a matter of what what each game is a new one. I mean, with the possibilities are there in both directions. You just feel that like, the Celtics A game beats the Bucks A game. You just don't know if they're going to be yeah. able to bring it. But that's that's yeah. still how I feel watching the game. But again, it's not surprising. Milwaukee comes out and the game has the same flow as this game in game four. It wouldn't be shocking. Uh, it's just I still think the Celtics A game beats the Bucks A game right now without Middleton. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I think that's sort of the elephant in the room here. And especially when you look at uh, the Bucks sort of trying to find that – or putting guys into that role, right? Whether it's a little bit of, of Drew Holiday has been a lot of the time or, you know, in game one, you know, guys off the bench and shooters just sort of combining into, to make that production, but it's not sustainable. Like, it's not something that they can rely on throughout the course of the series, you know? That's the, that's the big difference here. And look, again, like, for Tatum to perform the way he did, I don't think you see that in game four. Um, you know, Marcus Smart, I, I feel like, is, is sort of starting to get his groove back a bit. He talked about how he was a bit sore in the beginning, but then the adrenaline took over, so... I think he's going to work his way back, and I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we, if we, if we, um, if we see a big game from him. In, in can Sunday, can Emay do anything to free up Tatum, guys? Can Emay do anything to make his life easier, or it's on Tatum himself? It's on Tatum. I mean, he's missing. I mean, he's missing a significant number of wide open shots. Uh, there's nothing you can do as a coach to remedy that. Uh, the one thing I think they probably could do is is get him more 
on switches where he's got like a, you know someone a significantly smaller defender on him and just again shoot over the top don't play around don't try to get deep into the paint just literally if you're on the elbow or you're near the paint just raise up over the little guy uh don't make it more complicated but again that that's more on tatum i think than Ime. and i'm surprised he hasn't done that more Sherrod. He hasn't done it effectively, certainly. And I think some of it's screen setting. They talked a lot about that between games one and two. Those guys need to set more solid screens, Rob in particular. I think Horford set some decent ones. And Tice, who hasn't really been involved in the series, is probably their best screen setter. Unplayable. But yeah, but mm. you, you can't play him. So, Rob. Four, four minutes, think, and it was like, get him out. Out, 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 out. <laughs> I want to I talk about Rob because I think he's key for this right now. He's, he's not he right. needs to He needs to be yeah. involved. He early on, I thought he looked. His great. mind is thinking one thing, his body saying, oh, his, "I don't know." His something. The rust is there. The he is he there. looks like he's like he he looks like at the beginning of the year, sort of Rob, just a little bit out of sorts. Like, yeah, his body's just not following his brain's commands. You know, as, as right, Josue exactly. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And defensively, he's having a lot of trouble, but offensively, he's so key to freeing up Tatum and creating some active. Uh, possessions where he's getting downhill and then he's in a mismatch and he's getting on the offensive glass. In those smaller Milwaukee lineups, Rob should be decimating them on the offensive glass. And when he was at his yeah, best this not, season, he was doing that to smaller teams. So he's got to step up. He really does. Yeah. He's, key, he's key to this series. Right yeah. now, Al's just so much better. They're going small more often than not, putting Grant out there. And Man, Grant, how erratic was Grant in this game? Oh, oh. man. He's all over the place. All over the yeah. place. When he like smacked the ball out of bounds on that second offensive rebound attempt there. I don't know how that it looked like he had a foot for a hand on that one. I mean you could have grabbed that that rebound there. I'm right just even talking telling, about how I was often telling, he attacks. I was telling Bobby I feel like he was trying to avoid the over the bat because it's Giannis, right? So I feel like he was trying to like tap it instead of just grab it because I, I think he was thinking if I try to put two hands on it, they're gonna get me for over the back. We're in the penalty. Giannis goes to the free throw line, and that, that would have been his fifth foul or sixth foul, something like that. So I mean, I guess I think, if, if it was yeah. if the op- other option was fouling him, then yeah, I mean he battled. He just didn't have a great game, but he battled. He just didn't have a great no. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough when you're going up against a guy like Giannis. I mean, it's gonna take so much out of you. You know, what you I know. Mean? Shots didn't no, defensively, fall. he's solid, but offensively, he I think it just plays into how all over the place they are. He's driving, attacking one-on-one, trying to solve issues. It's, there's not a great structure to the offense coming out of this game, and it's too bad because the first half of game two, I thought that was some of the best offense the team ran all year. The yeah. second half, it kind of broke They down, did stagnate in the second missing. half, and it carried over. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's put a bow on this one, because this is post-game number two, and I know you guys got work still to do in Milwaukee. Uh, real quick, just a shout-out once again to our sponsor, HelloFresh. Fr- yes, fresh, fresh meals, fresh ingredients sent to your door. <coughs> Sorry, HelloFresh.com slash Playoff16. Use the code so Playoff16, up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Guys, uh, final thoughts here heading into game four. Feeling good, feeling bad, feeling nervous. What do you think? I'm feeling good. Good. I'm good. 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 I'm. I, I like the Celtics' uh, chances of, of carrying that fourth quarter momentum into the first half of game. I'm not going to say it's going to carry through 48 minutes, but it's not a bad place to start when you're on the road. You know, in a in a postseason yeah. matchup like this. So, um, I do feel good about this. Um, Al, I, I think when Al has games like this, it inspires his teammates. I think that part is is absolutely relevant. I feel like everyone is looking at each other like, man, we we we, we kind of blew it for Al there. Al had the big night, and you know, we we, we couldn't put together the W for him. So I, I, I say they. I think, I think they bounce back, and I think Tatum has a big part of that as well. Right. He has to. Yep. He has to. Because, uh, I mean, you, Al gave you 39-plus minutes, and 
with such a quick turnaround, he's not going to give you 22-16-5 and five like he did tonight. So right. they, need Tatum, they need Tatum to be top five Tatum. Yeah, that's simple. That's yeah. simple. He played. He played well over his age in minutes, right, Sherrod? That's yeah, not, that's not what you want. I, I, I try to tell y'all, man. I uh, can't do more for thirty-five. Jimmy, what do you Cut think? That off at thirty-five, right? Yeah, I, I co-sign Sherrod. Sure. All, all eyes on Tatum in Game Four. How does a superstar in the making respond to some adversity? Come back from a bad game? You know, it's pretty obvious that he's the reason they lost this game. You know, I'm, you know. Let's be honest. I mean, you can you can point to a, a number of things, but it, it starts with Tatum and it ends with Tatum. When he's on his game, you know, he gets the credit. When he's not, he has to get the criticism. So I'm really interested to see how he responds to all that. And I'm expecting the Celtics to come out and play hard. I thought they played hard today, too. I mean, they just they came up short, missed some opportunities down the stretch. Like you guys said, their best seems to be better than the Bucks' best. So, I mean, this is a must-win. Game four is always a must-win, you know? So and it's no different here. Um, and uh, I'm just really interested to see um, how Tatum will uh, yep. carry the team uh, Monday night. Bobby? I mean, did anyone here realistically – oh, sorry. sorry bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. Ask, ask I'm your nervous. question, Josue, and then we'll get Bobby's thought. What was your question? Right. I, I was going to say, did anyone here realistically go into these two games at Milwaukee thinking that the Celtics could steal two? Like, I did. I always – I anticipated them to split these, and but I always it, thought the matinee would be the one that the, that the Bucks win. I, I don't know. I just – Here's just the thing, Josue. Like the margins – the margins are so thin in this series. You you lose Both the series. Ways. Yeah, she lose the series, and you look back on this game and go, oh, you, it was there for you. You had to yeah. take that. You could have put them away here. I don't think the Bucks get up if you win this game. Now, the good thing is the Celtics are still in a pretty good position. I agree with all of you. But Giannis, I've been saying it from the beginning. It, 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 that's all you really got to say is Giannis. You, you look at what he does out there, and it's terrifying. And it's getting better, and he's gaining momentum, and he's figuring things out. And you knew I, I had Eric name on uh, Dome is he Theory. Figuring it out? I don't know. Yes, you saw he's it tonight. Figuring out that he can get away with whatever he wants, I guess. You figured that out. I, I'm just worried about going seven, and that's where it feels like this series is headed. And guys wearing down, guarding him, foul trouble building up, frustration building up, and Giannis just gaining confidence toward that game seven. Uh, it's it's dangerous here, and you got to again. I agree with all you guys. The Celtics' best is better than the Bucks' best. We haven't seen the Celtics' best much in this series, and it's concerning. No, really, really, one half of Game Two. That's my worry too. That'll be my final thought. Is I, the first I, half, right? Is, I'm um, still is, picking them, John, but it's like by this much. And if Middleton comes back, it gets really scary. I don't think he does, but the truth is, as you said, it is the Giannis factor, which is to say, if everything is ugly both sides, the one um, thing that can swing that can that can the, the, the one thing that Milwaukee has that the Celtics don't have is Giannis, which is kind of a cheat code, uh, especially if you're, he's going to be able to get away with whatever it is he's getting away with and just kind of put his head down and go. It's just something that you just can't really account for. So they did their best with him the first couple of games, and they made life really difficult, and then he just kind of got rolling tonight. Without that, they don't win. I don't know that Giannis has a lot more games like this this series, but now your margins are small uh, because you really just can't, you have to. You really have to win Monday night here. Um, and uh, it's there for and, the taking, John. They just got to take it, and they're really struggling to yeah. do it right as now. As far as Tatum goes, honestly, I know everyone will be like, "You got to get him going early." Actually, what I don't want to see him do is go in and start to force the issue early. Just let it's it. Set a bad tone. Let bad it tone, yeah. come to you. Go, yeah. Stick to the game plan. Swing the ball. Move without the ball. 
get the best shots. You're not going to have nights where you have splits of whatever it was. It was like, you know, 31-17 in the first half. It's just not going to happen. But stay with it, man. Keep moving the ball, you know, and, and, and get your shots there. Don't get frustrated. Don't try to dribble into a sea of defenders. Just chill. You know the formula. We've seen it work stick to it. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I think they'll be all right, but we're going to wrap. We're back on Monday. Check us out over at, um, the Celtics all access on our YouTube channel. There'll be post-game reports coming from these guys down in Milwaukee. Once again, Sherrod Blakely, Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, all down in Milwaukee covering this series. They'll be there Monday as well. And obviously coverage throughout uh, the rest of the series and the rest of the playoffs here on CLNS media. Check us out at CLNSmedia.com as well. Jimmy Toscano and I holding it down, from from the fourth. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. They don't let us out anymore. They don't let us out anymore. getting after it in uh, Milwaukee tonight? A little Saturday night Milwaukee action, maybe? I don't know. You guys want to get some cheese We're working hard. Sherrod knows knows where the spots are. You just got to hit Sherrod up. Oh, all right. We'll we'll go ask him. All right. It's it's called Chicago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, are you sure Sherrod knows the spots in Milwaukee? I don't know. Yeah. It's called Chicago. I want, to thank, here. I want to thank the roughly 500 of you that jumped back in after our stream mysteriously yeah. uh, went away. Uh, this was post-game 2.0, um, wrapping up a Celtics loss, one that they easily could have won. <laughs> that was on uh, me, the two-parter. Bobby, we've yeah. done this already. Yeah. We don't need to relive it. 103, <laughs> you're, you're off the over. I just wanted it. I just, you know, 103, 101, miserable shooting night, really frustrating night, really both sides. Again, when, when you're talking about the Celtics, again, Game one, they shot poorly. Milwaukee didn't shoot great either. 37-27 splits from the Celtics, 40-26 and from Milwaukee. This was a freaking rock fight. Uh, the Milwaukee's best player ba- played better than your best player, and that's this it. Re- this is the definition of a rock fight. It was grueling to watch. It was grueling. I, I, could, I, I couldn't imagine. Everybody trying- had five fouls. I couldn't imagine trying to play offense in this game. It looked so hard to score, but um, that's it. We're going to wrap it. We're back on Monday night. Uh, keep it with us for the rest of the series throughout the playoffs. Thanks guys for hanging out. I'm yeah. going to press end stream now. Yeah, you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Only one person gets to.